0: you may think that you're not as intuitive as others. Somehow they were born more intuitive than you. Or you may think that somehow your intuition is blocked. Or even um, that you know, it doesn't work as well for you because you're more analytical than the next person. Okay, um, Or you may even have um, a subconscious fear that you know, if you get extra connected or more connected, um, you're going to end up being really disconnected with reality and with life. Um, So if you feel that you still can't trust your intuition fully, okay, it's not because of those things, okay, it's not because you're somehow born less intuitive than someone else, um, or you're blocked, or you're too analytical. It's, really because you haven't built it up to be trustworthy, okay? And you think about trust um, in anything, right? Trust in relationships with people. Um, They always say that trust needs to be built, right? It's not a given. Now, when it comes to intuition, it is the same thing. If you're a mentor, coach, trainer, yogi or healer, and you sense there is more to your path, and this universe for you to discover, and you don't want to wait until you cross over to the other side to find out the answers, then you're in the right place. Using your intuition doesn't have to be vague, inconsistent, draining, or filled with uncertainty. You don't need to be born in a family of psychics. You don't need crystals, pendulums, oracle cards, or years of meditation. What you need is a practical, structured methodology to access, understand, and use your natural, intuitive gift. I'm Desiree, a self-taught intuitive, and I've spent more than a decade helping purpose-driven souls heal karmic and ancestral patterns through various spiritual wellness therapies. I'm on a mission to help you align with your highest calling by mastering your soul's intelligence. And in this podcast, I will share how. It is like building trust in a relationship, okay? It takes um, cultivation, okay? So yes, we're all born with this gift, okay? We're born with the potential. Um, But what have you done to really cultivate this gift, okay? Okay? Um, And, I mean, you know, I think with a lot of us, we say and we um, think to ourselves like, oh, how nice if, right? Um, And we kind of expect something like intuition to just work magically because it seems like such a magical superpower. (laughs) Um, And so, you know, very few of us actually realize that it's a practice, practical skill like any other, okay? And unfortunately, it's one of those truly important life skills um, that we don't learn in school, okay? Um, some of the most important things in life we don't learn in school, for example, money skills, right? How to uh, manage money. And it's the same thing. We don't wake up magically being able to manage our finances, um, um, you know, just because, right? You either learned it from your parents, you've learned it from courses outside or somehow, right? Um, And I think um, even with something like money management, it really, really changes and it depends on how much money you do have, how much you earn and how much um, you have to invest in the future, right? So um, at different stages of your life, um, the kind of money skills uh, may change, right? You may need to level up at some point right because if you hit the five hundred thousand mark the 1 million mark the 20 million mark versus you know a billion like the kind of skills that you need to have um obviously shift and change okay and then maybe what your parents taught you um may not quite apply anymore right or that needs to kind of expand or be adapted okay another really important life skill um like communication Communications and um, uh, relationships, right? Now, intuition is right up there with all the most important life skills, and that is, um, I mean, for so many reasons. But if you think about just making some of your biggest, most important decisions in life, right, Um, we may think that it comes from a logical place. Uh, However, um, it's proven that our that decision making actually comes from um, uh, an emotional part of our brains okay not logic okay so all the highly analytical logical people out there neuro- neurologically what's actually happening when we make decisions is um, it's being processed through um, the part of our brains that processes emotions okay and so, intuition is really, really important when it comes to making decisions, and um, um, and you know, it impacts how we um, feel about situations, um, or rather, it works hand in hand with how we feel about situations. Okay, it's different from emotions, though. I have to say, it is um, a deeper sense, sensing and knowing. Um, that comes from our kind of higher divine connection okay Um, but definitely works hand in hand uh, with um, the emotional part of us um, and I want to say logic too okay Um, especially when we're making um, decisions right but um, you know if you think about some of the most um, crucial, important decisions in life just logic alone can't get us there Okay, to a place of making the so-called right decision, the one that's best for us. Um, and the reason for that is simply that, first of all, you can weigh the pros and cons until, you know, your death. <gasps> um, but you still, um, how to say it, the pros and cons list can't give you what your intuition can give you. Okay, and that's uh, mainly because sometimes Uh, not all the, how do you say, we have the physical data, okay, Uh, but there's so much more happening beneath the surface. There's so much more happening, um, you know, in the unseen world um, metaphysically. So not just physically, but metaphysically. And so, yes, we can use logic to kind of analyze the physical data, Okay. Um, Physical data that's in front of us, physical data that we can tell, you know, I mean, if uh, let's say you're interviewing someone um, for a position in your company or, um, you know, just to work for you or whatever, um, you know, on paper, you can have all of the best references. You can have, you know, this person is highly qualified, comes from the best, you know, has the best educational background um, and... Uh, has you know relevant experience and all of that, right? But that is just the practical data, um, the physical data that's in front of you. Okay, uh, that um, really, you know, it's only intuition that can really um, give you that sense and um, tell you if this person is really right for the for the job, for the position, for your team or not. Okay. Um, And so just having that physical data, just kind of analyzing the pros and cons um, is not sufficient. It's not enough. Okay. Um, And your intuition can really um, show you what is beneath the surface, what is beneath the the skin, so to speak. Okay. Um, And if you cultivate it uh, well enough, you can basically see right through and right into someone's souls soul okay so um yeah so intuition is very much a practical skill that can be cultivated can be refined and um, maximized okay just like any other life skill and you know how and again like trust also comes from like you know how well your intuition is functioning let's say Okay, so if your intuition doesn't seem to be reliable now, well, of course, um, you're not going to be able to rely on it, not going to be able to fully trust it, right? So what are some of the signs that your intuition is not functioning at 100% <laughs> and um, you're not maximizing your gift? Okay, if, for example, you receive intuitive um, messages um but in a really random way it's inconsistent sometimes it comes sometimes it doesn't um and it it's not something it's it's not something where you are able to intentionally kind of use when you want to when you need to to answer precisely what you want and need at that time okay so if it's random if it's inconsistent sometimes it happens sometimes it it doesn't sometimes you send something sometimes you don't okay, um, then your intuition is definitely not maximized and not um, at optimal level. Another thing is if you um, can't quite hear it or detect it, um, it's difficult for you to distinguish that voice from um, the other voices, perhaps the inner critic in your head, perhaps um, the voice of a parent who was you know, saying certain things to you over and over again when you're growing up, um, the voice of... Um, yeah, your, your, your critics, right? So it could be your inner critic or like um, external critics that you have internalized um, or even the voice of like your analytical brain <laughs> and that logical side of you. Okay. And so if you're not quite able to distinguish it, um, then your intuition is definitely not at its like peak yet. Right. And there's still so much more for you to cultivate. Um Another is, of course, if you're just not receiving at all um, or you don't realize when you are, okay, because it is actually on all the time. um, But if you're just somehow not aware of it, um, then yeah, that's something you need to look at. Um, And if you are receiving, okay, um, but it's not clear, okay? So if it's foggy, hazy, soft, um, if it's somehow just really much softer than like somehow just not clear right like somehow really intangible in a sense okay um and this is another misconception like a lot of people think that intuition is it's like so like woolly in a sense um because you know it's difficult to grasp you can't hold it in your hand um but that's not actually true um when you actually cultivate it it can be clear like clearer than a dream, you can see, you can smell, you can hear, you can feel, you can sense, you feel it on your skin even, right? And, it's a, and um, you're even able to really um, f- sense that combination um, um, of, uh, let's say, communication um, from, uh, you know, the divine um, and I'd say your soul okay? So it it really becomes very visceral, very tangible. Um, And that's when you know your intuition is um, really, really close or like close to optimal, okay? Um, Or optimal. (laughs) Um, And so even if you are receiving clearly, okay, um, but you don't understand what it means, okay? So maybe like, oh, you sense a bird, oh, you see the numbers, you're seeing the signs everywhere, Um, oh, you know, you can kind of sense um, something from a person that you meet, for example, uh, but you don't quite understand it, okay, and when I say understand it, there are different levels of understanding as well, right, just understanding the simple meaning of a sign or what you're receiving is like base level, I'd say, okay, It's, it's... its foundations (laughs) Um, but going beyond that it is having profound deep understanding and knowing of why and what the reasons are behind certain things that are happening to you Um, especially when it comes to challenges and how that really applies to our soul journey to you know um, to be able to dive deep um, into our soul history right? Where our soul has been, where, what it needs now and where it's going. Okay. And what our biggest life lessons are, our purpose, our life purpose, our soul purpose. Okay. So life purpose is just, you know, just pertains to this life. Our soul purpose is, um, our purpose across different dimensions, lifetimes, existences. Okay. Um, and not just being able to understand that but then apply it to really practically to our lives right because what is the point in knowing all of this stuff it's all fun and good but um, it means nothing until you integrate it into your life and can really practically apply it okay so understanding is one thing but then how do you apply it okay so so what does it mean now if you feel blocked or if things didn't turn out the way that you hoped or if um you know your child is doing a certain thing that is completely out of character or or not your child a family member someone that you love um you know what really is the truth here okay um and i think it's really about you know when you can cultivate that deep connection you go beyond trust you go beyond judgment of what is right or wrong it just simply is Okay, and I quote my favorite poet, Rumi, of course, (laughs) Um, because he says things so poetically. And I I only read the English translations. I'm sure it is even more amazing and deep in Persian. But um, it will have to do until I um, learn Persian or Arabic or, you know, one of those, one of them. Um, But there is, um, in one of his poems, um, he says it beautifully. He says, um, out beyond right and wrong is a field and I will meet you there okay and really being able to divinely connect at this advanced level to all things um, is like meeting your soul <laughs> um, in that field okay um, yeah so, right, if you feel like, fine, this is, you know, something that you are finding, like, okay, this is definitely a skill that I haven't, you know, spent enough time, energy, effort to cultivate, what do I do next? You know, where do I go from here if I want to cultivate it? Um, these are the things that are really, really important if you want to um, hone this gift and this, like, develop this skill. Okay, um, one is you really need a method, okay, um, you know, just waiting for something to come randomly, you know it, it's it's like what happens when you actually need um, to use your intuition, right? Uh, what if it randomly does not come and you sense nothing when you actually need it. Oops. And so first of all, at the very, let's like base level of things right at the foundation of things you do need to have a method okay and this method you know i always recommend any method anything that we do keep it simple because simple is sustainable okay so it's no point if it's something really like complicated and something really like you have to rely on so many different things memorizing like a complex system and like you know Um, And so I always say, like, we love the tools, you know, people in, in the soul intelligence community, um, my students, my clients, and myself included, like, we love the tools, we love the crystals, and the tarot cards, and Oracle cards, and the pendulums, um, all the witchy stuff. Uh, (laughs) um, And we love archetypical type, type, I don't know what the word is, but like the systems of different archetypes. You know whether it's a profiling system, the anagram, the um, I mean, there's so many. they are like heaps out there, right? So we love the tools, but what's really important is that your method needs to be like it can't rely on the tools because what happens when you don't have the tool with you? Um, what happens like you know if if you're always relying on traveling to a certain really sacred like energy? energy vortex site and that's the only time you can really really deeply connect okay um or you know when you're on a yoga retreat or wellness retreat you're like so connected so peace at peace and everything is fine and then you come back home and like reality hits you so to speak right um and i think people then when you're unable to sustain it in life right in your so-called real life it's the opposite of real life but so-called real life, um, people have this misconception that oh, it's because spirituality is not, you know, sustainable. You know, it's it's it it You know, you you end up really being really disconnected um, from life, and it's separate from your life somehow, right? But it's not that spirituality and um, this connection is is that's um, not the problem okay, and it's not because it's not sustainable or because it makes you disconnect from reality and you're so far away and you can't live your life, but that you haven't fully integrated um, what you've learned, that you haven't fully integrated the spirituality into everything that you do in your life, right, and so your method needs to be something that you can actually integrate in life, be simple to use and use anytime without any tools, okay, because that is the most sustainable, okay. you know, I, I always say like we want these amazing spiritual experiences. It might be going um, to um, work with a shaman, um, an ayahuasca journey, uh, going for past life regression um, or an interlife regression. And um, I'm a regression therapist and I can tell you that, you know, it's a, it can be an amazing experience. It's what set me on my path. But it's not something that you do every day. it's just not, it's, it's really intense. It takes like three hours of your time minimum. um, Or even if it's slightly shorter than that, you need a lot of other, like it, it, it is not as simple as tuning in for 15 minutes and, you know, coming out. Right. Um, And it's, especially if you've never done it before, like it's best that you get guidance for that. Okay. So what I mean by you can't do it every day, or it's not something to do every day is like, Okay, so what happens when you don't have your shaman or your plant medicine or um, your regression therapist with you? Then what happens next, right? And so simple is the most sustainable um, and your method needs to be something where you don't rely on any tools at all. This episode is brought to you by the Soul Intelligence Intuition Programme program is for wellness practitioners to develop a reliable divine connection they can authentically trust and to understand intuitive messages clearly by becoming intuitive readers application opens only a few times a year to a select few so if you want to be among the first to be notified Get yourself on the waitlist now by visiting www.soulintelligence.sg It needs to be a method that you can then easily repeat, okay? Um, And your method needs to be able to deliver you consistent results, okay? It has to be a a method where you can connect intentionally anytime you wish and anytime you need, okay? Now, again, this is basics okay so for some of you out there you already have a method maybe you've learned a method in the past okay but it just seems like um it's not quite like working or it kind of works somewhat but but like oh you notice um that your friends or your classmates like other people have done the same workshop as you or learned the same technique like they seem to be able to like flow with it like receive so much and you're still like uh I don't know what I'm receiving, there's nothing much there, or I see one flash of something and then it goes, right? So um, the other thing that I think is really, really important, even when you have a method, um, is putting it to practice, right? And lots of people just simply give up right before um, they get to Um, that point of flow okay and you know it's it's like what they say right like you we have to start like learning to crawl before we stand before we walk before you run and sprint okay and when you look at someone else and you think oh they're so intuitive they're like wow, connecting to Akashic Records, connecting to angels, spirit guides, blah, blah. And like, oh, they seem to know everything and they can see this and see that. And like, what is wrong with me? Like, how come I can't see anything and I can't, you know, like why am I not as intuitive as someone else? Well, what people really tell you is how much practice they put into it, how much they use it. Like how much are you actually applying and using this, you know, your intuition in your day-to-day, right? And using your method in your day-to-day um and how much inner work are you really doing to make sure that you're really clear right and so what people are not telling you is that they're doing a whole lot of like you don't know what their journeys have been like and what they have gone through to get to the point that they are right and we are all um at a different point in our journey right i don't think anyone is like better than or worse than someone else but some of us are perhaps ahead um on that same journey but like ahead and some of us are behind and there will always be someone in front of us and someone behind us right and some of the people who seem to be ahead of us right um they just may have been training for longer practicing more um they may you know we don't like we come into this life with um different karma in a sense right so and, and here, what I mean is we, there are, like, each of us have unresolved learnings and experiences and lessons, um, and that's different from the next person, okay, and then bring that into our lives, um, and even if you don't believe in reincarnation and other lifetimes, um we each go through different things in this life, right, different experiences, different kind of childhood, upbringing, you know, we've heard, seen, felt, and experienced different things in our lives, right, that Impacts how we feel, how we think, and you know our beliefs, our how we operate, the kind of actions and behaviors that we take, okay. Um, and so, what I'm trying to say is that we all are on different parts of our journey, okay. And some of us have worked through most of that uh, more than others, because a lot of the time, what comes in the way, okay, um, of our intuition is are these filters, okay? Are the filters, you know, like the quote that I always bring up is we don't see the world as it is, we see the world as we are, right? Perception is projection, okay? Um, and the more you kind of work through, um, the more inner work you do, shadow work you do, the more, you know, coaching therapy, whatever method that you choose, right? To work through these filters and be able to come to this neutral place, um, the more intuitive you'll be, the more you can then trust it, Okay, and it's not even the more intuitive you'll be, but like the more connected you'll be because you've removed um, a lot of the blocks, right? So a lot of the time, it's not that one of us is more intuitive than the other, but that we have a few more blocks. Not that our intuition is blocked, but we have other kinds of blocks that are in in the way and that these are the filters, right? Um, Our intuition can never be like so-called permanently blocked or not there because it simply is our deep divine connection with our souls, with, with the universe, with all things, okay? Um, and unless you don't believe that we, that you have that connection with yourself, that you're a spiritual being, then it is always there, right? It's just a matter of what's in the way um, and how clear are you really, um, you know, is that communications process with um, your soul, with that deepest inner essence and inner part of you. Okay, so yes, um, it's really, really important to use your skills, use the method that you have, practice, and it's really important to practice not just by yourself solo. And I think this is really where a lot of people, like it's a pitfall for most people, um, which means you you learn a method, you start to practice a little bit, um, and then you give up, or... Um, well, not all, like you give up. um, And that's usually because it's a solo practice and so you're not getting any feedback, okay? And if you're not getting any feedback, like how are you going to know if you're on track or not? Especially if everything seems to be happening internally, right? I mean, we'll have to say, you'd have to say that that the intuitive process is quite an internal one in that sense, right? Um, And and, and, it's rather like a personal experience, right? So even if you're feeling viscerally like, you're feeling in your body like on your skin like um it's what you're seeing internally um what you're hearing with your inner hearing um but like someone on the outside not like can't necessarily give you any feedback or help you um like guide you through that because they don't know what is going on within you right so your practice needs to include others okay and look as like i'm a very independent. Um, person overall, but when it comes to practice, when it comes to doing anything, I love doing things by myself, okay? I'm just going to put it out there like, I love doing stuff by myself Um, and I enjoy it, okay? Um, And I'm the kind of person who like, when I was growing up, every time the teacher in any situation would say, do group work, I'm like, oh, hate it, okay? (laughs) Um, And I, I just, I work better like on my own, okay? So coming from me, I understand if you're the kind of person who doesn't like to work like or prefers to work on your own, but with intuitive work, the best way to learn how to trust it is definitely to work with someone else, to work with more than one person, to practice, to have practice buddies, to work with volunteers. Okay, And this is why um, I teach intuitive readings because when you receive intuitively without any tools and you're able to deliver a reading right um you're able to practice with someone else for someone else okay, and so you're transmitting not just for yourself but for others okay and this is the best way to my next point to gather proof okay so before I get on to proof, right make sure that your practice um how much you practice, how you practice is congruent to the kind of results that you desire. Okay, so I mean, like, look, you try it five times and like it's just so-so, um, but you wanna be like this proficient, like know, like know everything, can connect with everything, can channel like some of the, um, you know, well-known channelers out there. Like, how come they can do it? How come like you know, it seems like magic for them? Well. They didn't just practice and do this five times. Okay. Um, any skill in life, right? Like takes more than just like five practices. Right. Um, and I can tell you that one of the secrets and one of the reasons why, you know, um, in my soul intelligence program, it's structured the way that it is, which is to work with other people and do practice readings with others is because it's really one of the best ways to build trust. Okay. Um, it is the thing that is going to take you from, oh yeah, I'm intuitive, I can kind of sense and I kind of know stuff and I can kind of feel it to like, damn, this this, this shit really works and I'm like onto something, you know, this is even more than I even expect to be able to do. And it's, it's you know, crazy synchronicities, crazy outcomes, results, crazy like how do I say this, like things coming true and, you know, it, it's going to blow your mind, right? But, and and that's, and it's when you start doing readings for others, when you start practicing and using intuition with other people, that you will see that exponential like growth. Okay. So, um, which brings me to my next point. Okay. The reason why practicing with others really works is because you can gather proof that way. Okay. And I'll say it again okay, I say this all the time, but like, when someone just says, just trust, I don't know about you, but I used to find this really irritating, okay, because we can't always just trust. And especially if we're really analytical, um, we're, we, you know, we're the kinds that, like, I was the kind of kid who asked why every five minutes. Okay, why? Why do we have to do this? Why does this? Well, how does this work? Why? 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 why, why, why? Okay, uh, and yeah, I was that annoying kid that just asked why with everything that I saw. Why is the clouds moving? And how is that working? And all of that, right? So, and I'm really, really analytical, um, and so especially when we are really, really used to using these skills, and I think it's the analytical skills that we use a lot more of in our day-to-day life, you know, when we're trying to organize things, schedule things um, at work, for example. Um, so when we are, so so let's put it this way, we train our analytical skills probably a lot more, right? And we spend a lot more time and effort and energy training those analytical skills versus your intuitive skills, okay? And that part of us, the analytical part, okay, needs to be satisfied somehow, okay? So to simply tell it, just trust and just let go, it works for some of us, okay? But again, it depends on where you are in your journey, okay? Um, It depends on a lot of things. I mean, again, how analytical you are. <laughs> um, it depends on your personality too. But I would also say, you know, Mainly, depending on where you are on your journey, um, you may not be in um, at that stage or position where you can fully trust yet. Okay. And I mean, nine times out of 10, I'm pretty sure if you ask those people how they're able to just trust and just let go, it's because they have experience doing that and it has worked for them before, which means they have gathered gathered the evidence and the proof that it works, okay? And that is why even when the so-called proof is not in front of them, if the evidence doesn't speak for itself right away, they can let go and still trust. It's because they've had that prior experience and practice um, and proof, Okay, and so that is actually—it's like the past is actually informing um, their current um, decision to trust and to so-called let go, right? Um, and and that is, you know, and and so trust is not like built overnight. Okay, and one of the best and the fastest way is to satisfy the analytical part of you. Don't reject it. It's, you know, um, our our, um, you know. It, Being able to analyze things, right, is also a skill and it's a form of intelligence, okay? Um, And most of the time, the analytical part of us, like, it's just trying to keep us safe. It's just trying to make sure that we don't do something stupid, basically, right? Um, And that part of us processes things through logic, okay? So we need to satisfy that somehow. And that's usually with practicality, with structure, with proof. Okay, Um, and so gather evidence of um, your intuitive skills. Okay, Make sure that somehow this proof and this evidence is measurable. Okay, Um, and it... Actually, I think that's the most important thing. Make sure that it's measurable. Yeah, that's what I can think of right now anyway. (sighs) So make sure you can measure that... um, you know, just the level of your abilities and your skill, okay? Um, The final thing, the final tip that I will leave you is um, if you want to learn to, to trust your intuition a lot better, make sure that with your method, with your practice, with gathering proof, you learn how to really understand deeply what you're receiving. This is going to make all the difference. Um, Understanding what you're receiving through your divine connection with depth, right? Um, When you're able to really see, um, to use your intuitive skills and really have a much, much higher and deeper perspective of, again, your day-to-day challenges, your life purpose, you know, to bring deeper meaning to not just the amazing things in life, not just the amazing relationships you have with some soulmates, but bring perspective to your challenges, to the hardest relationships that you have, to the patterns that you seem to be, you know, repeating that are limiting you in life as well, right? Um, when you can use your divine connection to have deep understanding of your soul's journey, you're going to trust it. Okay, because you're going to be able to see how everything is really happening for us and not to us, as I say. Um, And what's going to happen is a lot of things which you thought were problems before um, will cease to be problems, okay? Um, and it doesn't mean that life is going to become perfect and, you know, you're going to be like on cloud nine every moment of the day. That's not what the human experience is about. That's not why we're here having that human, you know, in this human body, having this experience. Um, is not to experience perfection every minute and bliss every minute of the day. That's what we come from, okay? That is the source that is us, right? And here, um, we really are experiencing the opposite. We're really experiencing the polarities of that, right? Um, And so I uh, find that, you know, what happens with a lot of the, for me, first of all, and then the soul intelligence students is they start to experience a lot more flow in their lives, um, spiritual flow, okay? Um, When they have this deeper understanding, Okay, um, it means greater synchronicity, greater, you know, things just falling into place, um, things just appearing in front of you when you need it, even just right before you even realize you need it, it's there. Okay, um, it's like being able to clear the way and see how the universe is always eternally working for us. Okay. um, Yeah, so... I'll leave you with that. Um, So really, if you think you can't trust your intuition yet uh, or can't trust it fully, it is not because our intuition is not reliable. It's because you haven't cultivated to make it become reliable. Okay? Um, This can be built, right? And um, yeah, so the next time you have this thought like, oh, someone else is more intuitive than me. They can do it. I can't. I'm somehow blocked. I'm somehow just not born with like my gift is not as, um, efficient, proficient as this. Like this is not true. (laughs) Um, Think again. Okay. Um, because I have students that come into the soul intelligence program and, you know, I'd say most of the people who come in, um, find themselves already like somewhat intuitive. And there are a few outliers who are like, I'm not intuitive at all. And I don't really know how to like connect. Okay. Um, But with the method, with the practice, with the proof, I mean, the so-called poorest students, like the ones who um, think their abilities are the lowest, they end up being some of the best students, Okay, which means the intuition is just flowing. They are delivering readings that are like so spot on. They're getting feedback where, you know, people that they're conducting readings for are giving them like 90% resonance, 100% resonance, 10 over 10, right? And this is like can't make it up you know like (laughs) um and at that point it's like whatever doubt that they had about their intuition about their divine connection it becomes so soft so small so it so disappears into the background that like it doesn't even really matter anymore it's not even a question of trust this is just what it is this is the truth um whatever you feel and whatever you think right so um there's, of course, a journey to get there, okay, but it is a skill that you can cultivate, okay? And so if this is something that calls you, if you're curious about it, okay, follow your curiosity, I always say. <laughs> um, you know, uh, send me a direct message um, so, we can, so I can, uh, we can get onto a suitability call together, okay? Um, and figure out if this is really the right step for you. Okay, the program—it's um, an intuition program, but it really uh, teaches you how to become an intuitive reader, uh, a channeler, um, how to understand the messages that you're receiving clearly. Okay, and to build that authentic trust. Okay, not just oh, let it go, just trust. This is going to come from a deeper place of knowing. Um, it's real trust. Okay, that you'll be building and cultivating so um, yeah I'll leave it at this uh, send me a direct message see you whether you are on your commute walking your dog running errands or just pottering around the house I am so grateful that you are taking the time to tune in now if you're curious about what goes on behind the scenes I am on Instagram as well and if you have any questions about this episode feel free to send me a direct message there Now, if you found this podcast helpful, please share it with a friend and hit the subscribe button.